Welcome to the 8-8. Don't they call it the Lion's Gate? 8-8 the Lion's Gate. Well, we turn another page together in our Honeycomb Collective Astrology Almanacs and begin a new week. Yes, we did. (laughs) I know what you're asking. How was it? Well, if you were on Healing Convergence last night, you heard about it. We definitely had an amazing time up here. Everybody, I think, was pretty well blown away by the Smoky Mountains and this little corner of the woods that I've found. And we can't wait for those of you to join us in October. There are going to be some changes to the October trip, but we'll talk about that at another time. I need a couple of days to get all the details worked out. Then I'll let you know what we're going to modify based on what we learned here. We'll make it better. There was one thing that directly correlated to astrology. If you listened to Thursday's episode, you know that I kind of got stuck toward the end of a particular theme, and I said I have to stop here. I kept seeing it in the chart. Seeing it in the chart, I was like, oh, feeling it in the chart. And that was the theme of death. The setup of it was that Mars up in Taurus had crossed into the third decanate of Taurus, which is ruled by Saturn, and then the moon entered into Scorpio. Well, that theme definitely was there, and it's something that we'll have to maybe unpack when we get a clear day here. We can talk about it more, but it touched us in some major ways, touching people who had to turn back because they received news as they were just about to enter North Carolina, in fact. They had to turn around and go home because of the death of an immediate family member. Two others of us, I'm including myself in that, because I learned of a death that happened in June, but I just heard about it this weekend. And then one of our other members, the two of the three people that were struck by lightning in front of the White House, were the parents of a dear friend of one of our participants. And then there was a hiker who was found dead in Smoky Mountain National Park after being missing for a week. So it's just, wow. I mean, there was a heaviness. And I say that because as I look at this morning's chart, we see a a lot of red, a sea of red in the aspects grid. Let me uh, just hit the week real quick. And I'm going to keep this short because I am actually recording it on Sunday and I need to get back to the group. We'll straighten a lot of things out this week. We'll have time tomorrow and even into Wednesday to unpack this and make some sense of it. But for the rest of this week, so Wednesday is the big day when the sun squares the nodes of the moon. That is the peak of the moon wobble. And even that, yes, has been in play. So we get to Wednesday, that thing peaks. Yes, the energy would be stronger, obviously, toward midweek. Thursday evening, 9.35 p.m. Eastern, is the full moon in Aquarius. So that's the overview of the week. Fairly quiet week, except for the two things that are there are definitely significant. Lots of solar energy this week. That solar sun in its home sign of Leo. And of course, in both cases, the moon is also involved. And so we have both luminaries are definitely affected this week. All right. Now, today, long void, of course, begins at 630 this morning, Eastern time, lasts eight hours. Woo, all day. So a good day to just chill if you can. 2.38 p.m., the moon moves into Capricorn. Then at 4 o'clock this afternoon, the sun fire trines Chiron. The sun in Leo, Chiron in Aries, they hit at 16 degrees, 16 minutes at 4 o'clock straight up Eastern time. Maybe some of this symbolism, in fact, includes some things around dealing with karma, dealing with our wounds that haven't healed. 
Now, I mentioned the aspects and the sea of red and the aspect grid and the chart, and these are not exact, so they don't show up on the like the daily reports like we're talking about here where the exact aspect takes place, but these are definitely within orb. Right now, the sun is closing in on what will become an opposition to Saturn. That takes place on Sunday, this coming Sunday. So, so we're waxing into that all week as well. And that aspect is right now square to Mars, square to Uranus, square to the North Node. Sound familiar? So now we add a sun opposition to Saturn. That is always significant. Whenever the sun is related to Saturn in some Ptolemaic aspect, so that would be a conjunction or an opposition, as is the case here, a square, a sextile, or a trine. That is something that you have to take note of. If you have a stellium or if you have another planet or a group of planets like we have here in Taurus that have already had an impact, as these have, that are involved in the aspect like they are here with squares, you know that you are dealing with some very powerful and likely to unfold kind of energy. Now, we spent some time during the trip talking about a little bit of astrology. It wasn't the focus, but we did talk about it. And one of the things that came up was, well, what do we do within it? And that's where I'm going to leave you today. And then we'll unpack some more of the details over the next couple of days. I'm reminded of a quote attributed to Paramhansa Yogananda, who said, you give me the most inauspicious or the worst possible time to start anything according to astrology, and I will make it successful. Point is, we are creators. We are divine creators. We create, we co-create with the divine. So in light of all of this, you state what your reality is going to be. You set an intention. You put it out there. In fact, we were doing the little healing circles during the time together. And one of the phrases, in the name of the Most High, I command. We have some challenging aspects ahead of us, folks, astrologically. If we're going to sit here and do cookbook interpretations of these things, there you're going to have to address some shadow stuff. In the name of the Most High, I command. We create our reality. We had a guy on our trip who was a professional meteorologist at a television station in Tampa and joined us. And, you know, when you think about weather and the weatherman, here's somebody who tells you what is possible outside today and even attaches a probability. You know, it's there's a 60% chance of rain. Well, we were kind of laughing because in the mountains up here, when they say it's going to 60% chance of rain, that means it's going to rain somewhere. <laughs> and that somewhere could be no bigger than a football field, but at least they hit their 60%. Well, in astrology, you have orbs. You know, what is the likelihood that this thing is getting stronger? And we've got some strong aspects coming up this week. What's the possibility of that? Yeah, pretty high. Well, when the weatherman tells you about the weather, you have a choice, whether you want to grab a coat, a jacket, stay indoors, whatever the solution is. Well, with astrology, at least knowing that these things are out there gives you the opportunity to say, in the name of the Most High, I command. We commanded safety, protection, health, security, blessing, that people would have a wonderful time on the trip, that they would get what they came for. All of that was intended, and it all fulfilled. So that's where I would leave it for today, is just to say, yes, there are some challenges that continue through the chart. And let's intend. So let's say it together. In the name of the Most High, I command. 